Welcome to the Asians Redefining Their Success podcast, where Asian professionals share their stories of breaking boundaries and switching into more creative and unconventional careers. I am your host, Yangshi Zhou. Hey everyone, it's great to be back and I'm just feeling so much excitement and love for this podcast again. So thank you for listening and patiently waiting for me. I know that when I stopped releasing episodes and went on a unplanned hiatus, it was pretty abrupt. And to be honest, it was because I had hit a really low point without even realizing it. And I actually didn't know when I would come back because I had so much pent up negative emotions like dreading editing the episodes and a sense of obligation that was driving this passion project instead of love. Which is why I'm really glad I took a break for myself and for self-care and I know this message comes in a really important time during all that's happening in the world, so much uncertainty and this um, this need to feel that like you should be productive and creating, which is why I wanted to dedicate this episode to the three learnings that I've had from taking a creative sabbatical break and how to get back into creating. So through working with my life coach and reflecting, I have realized that the trap that I had fallen into, which led to this low state of mental health was that even though this was a passion project, this podcast, I actually had stopped doing it for myself and started doing it for others without even realizing it. So in a sense, it was another box that I had caged myself into. I no longer enjoyed editing episodes because I would put myself on such a tight deadline every week. And even after hiring a audio editor, shout out to him, my perfectionism got in the way. Every week I was just churning out episodes just to meet other people's expectation of me. And I think this is a really important point to touch upon because oftentimes clients or others will come to me and ask, you know, how do I stay motivated? How do I get better at time management? And sometimes it's not about tactics or strategies. It's not about using a specific tool to force yourself to continue doing it. Sometimes it's really important to take a step back and look at it from a bigger picture and get more into the why in terms of, okay, what's the root of the issue here? Why do I not feel motivated or inspired to create if this is something that I want to create? And for me at that point, I didn't realize that creative work could be much more fluid. I was definitely operating from the realm of set a deadline for myself, force myself to do these things and started criticizing myself when I couldn't keep up. And I realized that just because it's best practices to publish every week didn't mean that I had to. 
just because I wanted episodes to be super high quality didn't mean that I needed to painstakingly edit every single audio detail. And that I totally had the option of not editing the interviews at all. That was really mind blowing when my coach suggested to me that I didn't even have to edit the episodes. If that was an aspect of the creative project that I did not like, I did not have to do that. There was so many unwritten rules and limiting beliefs that I had for myself, which kept me from true freedom and enjoyment. So I would really invite you, before I dive into three lessons I learned, to take a moment and think about how this might also apply to you. What are the rules that you have written for yourself that you didn't even realize? So for this episode, I want to share with you the top three learnings I had taken away from my experience of being on hiatus and what helps me fall in love with my creative project again. So hopefully you can learn from my mistakes and won't have to push yourself to the edge like I have unknowingly done. The first lesson is you get to call the shots. This was a huge game changer for me when I realized that you don't own your followers anything, nor the interview guests if you're running a podcast. You get to decide how you want to express your creativity. This is really important because even though we start out as creators and owners of our projects, over time, it's really easy to lose sight of that. And instead of listening to yourself, forcing yourself to meet the expectation of others. For example, I was working late nights on the podcast and forcing myself to do it despite really disliking it because I didn't want to let my listeners down. It's a pretty altruistic motive, right? But deep down, as I was doing some inner work, I realized that it was because I didn't want to be seen as a bad and reliable person. I was people-pleasing hardcore. It was almost as though I had broken away from people-pleasing my parents, you know, when I quit my job and did the whole career change. And interestingly, that pattern came up in another form, in the form of my followers. I was people-pleasing my followers and doing what I thought they wanted me to do. When you start doing things because you think you should, but you really don't want to, I think it really wears down your self-trust, your integrity, and your internal alignment. So in hindsight, a lot of the negative emotions wasn't just what I was feeling, but what I felt directed to myself. I was disappointed at myself for forcing myself to do things that weren't helpful to my mental health or creativity. And where it really helped me to overcome this stage was invite for my coach to ruin my reputation. <laughs> what that means is doing the things that you held back on because you thought people would see you badly and then see what happens. 
because I held on to the identity of a consistent creator for so long. It was my identity. It was what I was known for. It was what, you know, my clients came to me for. Doing an unplanned break was definitely in the space of ruining my reputation. And surprisingly, or unsurprisingly, people didn't call me out. People didn't hate me. And people didn't stop listening to me. In fact, a lot of people I didn't know and friends sent me supportive messages and called me courageous. The podcast listening numbers also kept on going up during these past couple months. Which is a weird turn of events when you're trying to ruin your reputation, right? But I believe that the positive outcomes happen because I was being true to myself. Know that when you get to decide how you want to spend your time on your hobby, passion project, or creative career, whatever it is, Go at a pace that feels good to you. Create what you want, not what you think others want. Because you get to call the shots as the creator. The second lesson is prioritize creating over results. I know, this may seem counterintuitive, especially if you're trying to make a living from a creative career. Obviously, money matters. Getting clients matters and maybe depending on your business model, getting an X amount of followers matters too. So I invite you to zoom out with me. What was your initial intention, your original purpose when you first started creating? If you're doing a creative project, chances are you started it because you enjoy it, because it gives you flow. If you switched into a creative career, you probably did it because you enjoy being creative and you want to spend your time doing the things you love. So do you see the overlap, the keywords? We create because we enjoy it. So when that enjoyment because becomes something you dread or despise, it's no different than those Monday mornings when you wake up and you dread going to your job and you feel that you have to force yourself to get up. This especially goes for building a creative business. The only way, and I wish I learned this sooner, but the only way to build a sustainable business, especially a creative career for the long term is to make sure that you enjoy the daily work. When you feel that sludging resistance, that's when it's time to take a step back and look at how you got here. Most of the time, it's because you become attached to an outcome. So for me, that was being attached to the perfectionist image of a high quality audio recording and a rising trend and upwards growth of podcast followers. This attachment to external results and metrics was getting in the way of my love for interviewing people, the intense curiosity around their stories, and the genuinely desire to bring their inspiring creative career changes to you. So I took ages to edit one of my favorite interviews. 
but worry not because it's finally done and I'm so excited to share with you in this season. And I was only able to edit it after I let go of outcomes and went back to my original intention of enjoying the creative process. So if you are feeling resistance, slow down to speed up. First pause, explore, and see what's really going on. What can you tweak to make it more enjoyable? Have more fun. What have you become attached to that's not serving you? And then all the fuel, the inspiration, the motivation will come back stronger than ever. The third lesson that I want to share is that there's nothing to prove. And this is, was a really much needed lesson for me as someone who used to be a high achiever and feeling the need to prove to myself, to others, to my parents. Now I know that I'm a creative and by default as humans, we are creative. We are drawn to create. I've realized that there's nothing for me to prove. I don't need to be churning out episodes every week to prove to myself that I'm dedicated. I don't need to hit a hundred episodes to show myself that I'm capable of being self-disciplined. And I'm already worthy, whether I release episodes or not. My results and accomplishments has nothing to do with my worthiness. Having a hundred thousand followers doesn't make me any worthy, more worthy or less worthy if I had 1,000 followers. Having 1,000 followers is awesome. I love you all and I'm so thankful that you're here. And lastly, on this subject of proving, I don't need to make revenue to prove to myself that I'm spending my time productively and that this is a worthwhile endeavor. If I enjoy it, then it's worthwhile. If I get sponsorships, then great. If I don't, I will still think that this is 100% worthwhile because I get to determine the value of my time, not other people's opinions or perceptions. I wholeheartedly believe that nothing is a waste of time if I'm learning slash growing and if I'm having fun. So these three learnings of one, you get to call the shots. Two, prioritize creating over results. And three, there's nothing to prove is as much of a manifesto for myself as it is a manifesto that I want to share with you. Given these learnings, and you know how I'm all about applying hard-learned learnings into my life, from now on, I'll be doing bi-weekly episodes for the podcast. I know it's not best practices to not release an episode every week, but that's okay. I know that for me, I'll be able to write so much better descriptions personalize it and pour so much more love into this if I take it slow. And I've been thinking about my original intention for the podcast and what I want to bring forth to the world in this new season, second season. So 
future episodes will be more focused on people who want to create a big difference in the world and more around social impact. So big hearted creatives who have lived up to their fullest potential and want to make an impactful difference in the world. If that's not your jam, that's okay too. I know that there's so many other podcasts for Asians out there and I am really thankful for the time you spent here. And if this clear focus resonates with you, I hope that you'll stay with me and this transformation and see how it's possible to both make a big impact in the world and make a great living out of doing what you love. So thank you again for being here. I hope this episode inspires you to lovingly create and I will see you in two weeks. So many goodies in this episode, right? If you can think of one person who would find today's message really helpful on their career journey, please, please share the episode with them. It can make a huge difference. And as a big thank you for being here, one of the most common questions that I get is, how do I get started in a creative career? And so I put together a free guide that you can use to start taking steps towards a creative career you love through a side project. You can get that creative side project guide for free in our Instagram bio at The Arts Podcast. Enjoy and see you in two weeks.